Welcome to Married to the Job, a podcast for partners of emergency services workers and those considering the lifestyle change. This podcast includes stories, opinions, honest chats about what it's like when your partner works in emergency services and the impact of ultimately being married to the job. I'm your host Erin. My husband Matt has been a firefighter since 2016. We've grown our family alongside his career and wow has it been a roller coaster. Let's dive in. Okay, so let's talk about working our lives around our husbands and how we deal with that, um, particularly for our work life because we are independent women and we do like to work, most of us, but even obviously if you're not working in a job um, and you've got kids, you're still working as, yeah. as a mum. So let's talk about how we manage all of that. So before you had James what were you working and how were you managing your career around Harrison's career and how often would you see each other more to the point yeah (laughs) well um the thing with that is it I would have set regular work days like most people do I think I was I'm pretty sure I was working four days a week bit of a blur now Mm. but um yeah, had my set days and Harrison obviously did not. So it might be that for a few weeks it lined up really well and we actually did have weekends together, which was great. Um, but more often than not, it would not line up and my weekends would be alone. Um, he wouldn't be there and he'd be working day or night, shift or whatever it might be. And it actually makes it really hard to just do those fun things that you go, oh, we should do that, that'll be fun, Um, because I'm working during the week and he might be working on the weekend. Um, So it's definitely something that I probably didn't really think about prior to him um, getting employed, uh, that it would then mean... Because you think about the big things, you think about, okay, he might not be there for birthdays, we might have to do birthdays on the wrong day or whatever it might be, but it's more the the weekly, daily stuff that really is um, a bit tricky to navigate because there can be um, weeks at a time where you don't really see each other very much. And I think the girls at work used to always say, have you seen Harrison or have you just been like ships passing in the Mm. night? And I'd always be like, yep, ships. Haven't Mm. seen each other Mm. really properly Mm. for a few weeks. Mm. Um, So it is difficult. I think the thing that helped me is that my career was well, was and is very important to me and something that fulfills me a lot so yes I wasn't seeing him but I was doing something that I loved um, and that kind of helped me I think yeah um, so at the moment I'm on maternity leave um, so that's going to be a new challenge mm. for us is going back to work and then also having our son in the mix mm. and how we manage that because you then run into, okay, well, we'll have to get him into childcare, which is fine. But then it also means there might be some days where Harrison's not working. And so do we send him to childcare or do we not send him and still pay for it? And you just run into a few of those things. Mm. So unfortunately, everything's a bit messy. <laughs> will you have to have set days? I will, yeah. Yeah. Um, which that 
it's complicated. Yeah. Because I work in a um, clinical role, it I'm booking patients mm. in, so I have to be available mm. on the same days. Yeah, and see, this is one of the big differences with paramedics and firefighters is their roster mm. and their not knowing um, paramedics. You don't how far in advance do you know? I think it's around two months in advance. Yeah. It might be three. I think it's two ish. Yeah. yeah. Whereas firefighters, it's you know you roster a year ahead. That's I can't imagine. <laughs> Obviously, though, you know there's going to be changes. They might change shift. They might um, change role. For me, as an example, this year we've had my husband's been on the same shift as he's always been and then he's gone to day work and now he's about to go to um, training recruits, which is a whole nother shift, but then also he's working four straight day. Yeah, so now he's going from his two days, two nights, four off I say off in inverted commas because mm. they always do overtime. Of course. Um, to his now four days. Uh-huh. Four days on, four days off. Um, but the four days he'll be working totally away. Yeah. So he won't, I won't see him for, okay. well, pretty much four days. Um, which again, you know, so... It's a new yeah, challenge. Yeah, it's a new challenge. Yeah, it's always changing. And, yeah, there's ever-changing roles within their role mm-hmm. um, that mean more changes. <laughs> and really having to adapt, constantly adapt as the partner, as that support person, yeah. as the family, because you're married to it. Mm. And we're the ones that have to pivot, unfortunately. Whether we're the breadwinner or not, that's mm. part of being married to someone in... The emergency services. Yeah, definitely. I think sometimes it can um, it can be hard to kind of explain it, but it mm. is almost like your world has to revolve around them, um, which sounds really like negative, but mm. it's just the reality mm. of it because the way it works, regardless of which service you're in, any kind of emergency services, you have very little control over your shifts and your assignments and things like that Mm. um so it's everyone else who has to like you said pivot yeah um and just go with the flow on that yeah 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 and we mentioned before about nights and nights away from each other but I suppose that's another thing to consider for someone who is um potentially gonna become an emergency services worker or their partner is is that time away from each other at night, which is hard on your intimate relationship, Mm. which is also, in a way, I mean, this might be too much information, but it's also pressure on your intimate relationship because the nights that you are together are limited, so then there's pressure to then (laughs) perform, (laughs) make the most of it. Um, And, yeah, on the flip of that, you know, you're away from each other, so much there's some people I know that have never spent a night away from their husband and that's a totally normal that's um for us just seems mind-boggling because a lot of days in the week we're not sleeping in the same bed as our husband yeah and I would say it's more often than not because a lot Mm. of the time well at least with um Mm. paramedic shifts a lot of the time they'll finish it's technically a day shift but he might not finish till 11 o'clock at night 
gets home, obviously you have to kind of wind down a bit. Yeah. I'm long yes. asleep at this point. Yeah. Um, so that's, yeah, I'd say it's probably more often during the week that we're not asleep at the same time at least. Yeah. Or not even in the house. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it is something that I have to get really comfortable with in like being in a house by myself um because you know not everyone's comfortable with that yeah. it's not always nice to know that you're by yourself yeah um i struggled with it particularly when i had my son mm. and i was like going to sleep and thinking okay it's just me here like if something happens during mm. the night that's a bit of a it was a scary thought mm. for me it's a lot of responsibility yeah, yeah it is um and it's just something you have to get used to yeah um, because it happens a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you have a dog or anything? No, no right. We don't. Wow. Um, that we did scare talk me. about it. Yeah, uh, but it's just not really feasible at our house, yep. unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. We got security cameras and a dog, and I am really mindful of kind of not sharing our shifts. Mm. As over the top as that sounds, I mean, we've got a small following um, in the business that I run. Um, but there is no way that people would know mm-hmm. what's going on. I'm pretty cryptic about shifts because of just the safety aspect of it. Yeah. Um, because it's, yeah, it can be pretty scary as a woman. I know that that's so like, it's it, sad, but yeah. it's true. You feel vulnerable. Yeah. Um, and you shouldn't, mm. like you shouldn't have to feel that mm. way. Mm. Um, but I know particularly having my son, you feel more vulnerable yeah. because you're worried about him yeah. or your, your child. Yeah. Um, My mum used to worry so much. Really? Yeah, at the start, she was just couldn't believe that I was home on my own at night mm. and she used to stress so much about it. Um, I've made an effort to get to know my neighbours mm. and particularly when I was pregnant and in the lead-up to births and stuff, that's a whole other podcast episode, yeah. but um, <laughs> that... Yeah, just having people around me nearby. I don't have family nearby, so having people I can rely on who know what the shifts are Mm. um, was really important for me. Yeah, I think you you need to find things that help you feel Mm. secure, um, and it's going to be different for everybody. Mm. Um, Sometimes for me, like I'm a massive night owl, so Mm. I often won't go to bed till like 1am anyway. So in my head, I'm like, okay, well, it's only like six hours. He'll probably be home then. Yeah, wow. That's not that bad and Mm. things like that. Um, But I actually, for for my own career, moved to Bendigo for a couple of years. So I lived by myself. Mm. Um, And I think I got a bit more comfortable Mm. with like Mm. being alone. Mm. It was just more so when I had my son that I was starting to think, oh my God. Yeah. If something happens during the night, yeah. what do I do? Yeah. And I think for me, I found it really helpful to like have kind of very like broad but plans in place. I'm like, okay, this is what I do. Almost like as a kid where you have like fire plans in your mm. house. Like mm. what do you do if you wake mm. up and there's a fire? Yeah. Um, I needed to be like that simple with yeah. it because I know I panic. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I've just got like plans in place. Yeah. And I, I always say to people, 
my husband's career is the best career for our relationship because I actually love my nights on my own. I get to watch my chick flicks. I get to work if I want to work and no one's judging me. Mm-hmm. I get to sit on my phone and not feel rude. <laughs> like, yeah. There's so many pros to it. Yeah. For me, yeah, oh, I no. find, yeah. I agree with you so much. Like, it's definitely, it's a little different now with kids, obviously. Yeah. Um, not as fun. <laughs> it's not as fun yeah. because you've got the wake up yeah. to deal with. But yeah. I am a really, like, I love my alone time. Mm. And I always mm. have. That's probably why mm. I did so well moving to Bendigo mm. and just, like, living by myself mm. for a few years. Loved it. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I... I like I've saved up all these shows and yeah. I can't wait to watch yeah. this on Wednesday. Yeah, all these, yeah. It was on night shift and all those sorts of things and yeah, it's that is a hundred percent positive for us. Mm. Like we both like time apart, mm. um, and you get you get a lot of that, mm. which is really good. Mm. Um, and it's just a matter of balancing that. Mm. Then yeah. The house with it. yeah but for someone who doesn't like being on their own like mm. it's funny because my husband actually doesn't like being on his own which it's perfect for him because he's always around people yeah you know <laughs> so it's actually perfect um but for someone like him he would he would struggle if the roles were reversed yeah. and he was home all the time yeah. Um, and even on nights when he is away for work and he's in his own hotel room versus being at the station with a group of people, um, he struggles. Yeah. He really doesn't like it. Um, it's so interesting, isn't it? It is. That, that's like that's a really good point because that's not something that we really experience with paramedicine yeah. is like going the away actual, like that. And actually sleeping on the job and, too. Yeah, well, sleeping <laughs> on the job pretty much never happens. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's an interesting thing to think about, but I do think mm. it is a common um, like personality aspect mm. from most people I know who are partners to emergency services are people who love being alone anyway. Agreed, agreed. I don't actually think I know anyone who like they're everyone's very independent, yeah. has their own stuff going on yeah. and loves watching TV by yeah. themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Even the other night we were, Oh, Matt was out and he came home late and I'd started, normally I don't do this, but I started watching a show because he's not done it many night shifts recently mm-hmm. and it's weird. We're spending a lot of time in bed together. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I started watching the show and then he came home and he sat down on the couch next to me and I was still watching the show and it just felt so weird. Like, <laughs> I was like, I'm not enjoying this as much because you're here next to me. This is mine. Yeah, this is yeah, my show. Yeah. Don't invade. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. funny, isn't it? That's definitely, yeah, we've experienced that. Yeah. Like, do I need to turn this off? Yeah. Now? Oh, I turned it off. <laughs> I was like, go do a night shift so I can watch yeah. this. Um, yeah. And on that note too, I suppose, yes, the firefighters get to sleep on the job. They're the lucky, the only lucky emergency services that do get to sleep on the job. But we were talking about this before in just because they're sleeping, um, their sleep definitely isn't the same as what they'd be sleeping at home. They, they don't hit that, I think it's called REM, and they yeah. don't have that deep sleep more often than not anyway. Um, because they obviously need to be somewhat alert. Mm. Um, and so I, as the partner, I find that challenging because he'll come home and I'll say, oh, how was your night? And he'll say, oh, you know, maybe he had one job at nine because his station is not super busy. Um, and so I'll just kind of write that off as you got to sleep. Mm. 
Yeah. But the reality is he didn't. No. Um, and I find that challenging to accept and be empathetic towards because, yeah, he technically did sleep. <laughs> yeah, and I think... I think it's common, even if you take sleep out of the picture, I mm. find it really hard as well to just be empathetic because mm. same thing if, if Harrison will go, oh, it actually wasn't that busy last night. And I'll be like, well, I was very busy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had a crap night. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it, it's hard. Um, like, but then I always remind myself I couldn't do it. Yes, yes, yeah, but it can sometimes be that tit for tat. Yeah, like I'm yeah, but I did the yeah, yeah, I'm more tired. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Yeah. Guys, we're just being honest. <laughs> yeah, we're just being honest about it. Um, and so with the working your life around your husband, we'll call it, mm-hmm. um, and having kids particularly, what you mentioned before about childcare, because you are solo parenting a lot a lot more than the average person. It kind of hurts hurts my heart a little bit when someone says that they're solo parenting and they're, I'm going to be really judgy, but they say it in reference to, you know, 12 hours yeah. or something. That's very hard um, to hear because a lot of our life is solo parenting. Yeah. And again, um, thinking of the perception, a lot of people would see maybe would see our husbands a lot during the day so their perception is that they're around a lot which at times they are but more often than not our reality is that we are the solo parent and we're swimming on our own yes and that's it's interesting what you said because I also yeah I find it hard sometimes when people say oh I'm solo parenting Mm. and it's like it might be two days which totally valid that they feel that way um because I say this also about my life knowing full well there are single parents out there yes who are solo parenting 100% of the time yep um so everyone's kind of like running their own race Mm. but it sometimes can be I think for people like you and I it can be frustrating because it's on top of a lot of misunderstanding in general so I totally yeah, see where you're coming mm. from. Um, it can be really, yeah, really tricky. Mm. Yeah. And I think I found it more challenging as the kids get older. Mm. Um, and there's school comes into play where there is only a limited amount of time when your kids are home with you. Um, and so your partner's missing out on a lot of that time together. Um, and it's all on you mm-hmm. and those times then become amplified as well because there's so many things you have to get done in that amount of time like as an example between 3 30 and 7 p.m during the week is a really really busy time yeah. and I I do that on my own I'm gonna say nine times out of ten yeah. so it is what it is I actually don't ever re- not ever, but I, I rarely refer to it as solo parenting. Mm. It just is our it's life. That's yeah. yeah. just our life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a lot. But then on the flip, you get into your routine and then they come home mm. and they're relaxed about things or they're just not on the same time 
routine structure as you are and that's really challenging too we were talking about this before with the leave cycle Mm. you know sometimes you barely see each other and then other times you're with them 24 7 because they're not allowed to work yeah and you know I have had a lot of friends be like how do you spend so much time together um yeah (laughs) and it's normal again it's just we do because it's normal and we've found our little ways to manage Mm -hmm. um but again that's seasons you know we've been um Matt and I have been part of this life for oh what seven Mm. and nearly eight years so it's pretty much we don't know anything different but for someone who's not used to this it would be a huge adjustment to go from you know one minute they're around the next minute they're not around yeah 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 what are your thoughts on that I totally agree like I think you know we had a couple of years of it before we had James so I felt like I got really used to okay he's around sometimes he's a bit annoying sometimes yes. like can't get rid of him yes. like not used to it but yep. um we kind of found our routine with that yep. but actually where it's been tricky for me is now having James mm. and I'm very much like oh, he's on three meals a day now so I'm managing that which is a whole other thing and yep. all these routines that are um much more in place than when he was a newborn yeah um, which was the last time Harrison had a block of leave. Yeah, James was wow. very yep. young. Yep. Um, and Harrison's actually on leave right now. Yep. Which is why we could even do this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and James is much older mm. and is needing lots of engagement, mm. lots of routine. Um, his meals at regular times, and it's actually really hard to hand that over to Harrison because it's something that I'm. I am having to really control and really be on top of most of the time. And it's hard to hand that over, um, which I think is common. Uh, it's, it's a common thing in motherhood anyway. Yeah. Um, but I feel as though it's a bit amplified by the fact that, yeah, he, he's almost never home for meals and stuff with us. So having to kind of try and include him in that has been it's been a little tricky to navigate I see like your stories on Instagram a lot where you're feeding all your kids and I'm like oh this is my future (laughs) having all these meals alone which we already do um and I think oh yeah that that's that's a tricky part Mm. for me and I think too as the kids grow managing or explaining to them how it works because it's a lot for them to get their head around like my oldest I think kind of gets it now nearly um seven she's seven and a half um but you know dad dad's sometimes home dad's sometimes not home and most of the time he's not home for breakfast and dinner Mm. or lunch um but I just try to really embrace it when we are home and that's where I find it hard as an independent person who wants her own, um, like still to have her own friends and feel like I'm, you know, a, my own person. Um, the nights that he is home, they're special. And so I don't then want to go out for dinner. Like I do want to go out for dinner mm. with my friend, but I also don't want to go out for dinner because I'm then missing out on what's a rare family occasion do you find that too yeah I find it hard to juggle okay we need to we need to spend time together Mm. whether that's us two Mm. or it's as a family Mm. 
um, versus I need a break mm. <laughs> and I haven't done mm. anything for myself mm. for like four weeks. Mm. Um, so it, I really struggle with that. I feel like it's a very, it's like an internal battle that I have a lot because he's kind of like, Harrison's really good. He's very supportive and he's like, you do what you yep. need to do. Like, we'll work it out. Mm. Um, but then I carry this guilt of, oh, we've got to make memories as a family with James and let's yeah. go to the zoo and yep. things like yep. that. But you'll find too, especially as James grows, with the, say, kinder and school, your time even mm. becomes limited of family time. So then when there is a rare Sunday, mm. you do want to sometimes be at home together or go out. And so it's almost like an extra layer of mum guilt when yeah. you do take yourself away because it is so limited. Mm-hmm. Like at the moment, um, Matt's has weekends off. So it's amazing because it's not as it's not as rare right now. So I'm like, woo, yeah, I can go out on a Saturday and do something. But, you know, in a few weeks when his roster changes again, I'll be clinging to those weekends yeah. of family time. And I think it's a good point because we already carry so much guilt Mm. as women and mothers Mm. in general. Mm. Um, And it's definitely an added layer that is unique to this experience where you, yeah, you carry this guilt of wanting some independence and and realistically needing it. Um, But it being really limited and it also coming at the cost of that rare family time or even just rare like just everyone gets to sit on the couch and watch a movie and just relax because we're all working so hard yeah um juggling our lives yeah so yeah but even um the committing to when the kids were younger and I've still got young kids but committing to going to an activity every Tuesday at 10 o'clock was something that I never wanted to do Mm. because the Tuesdays at 10 o'clock that Matt was home, I either wanted to be off doing my own thing, mainly it would be working, or I'd want to be spending that beautiful opportunity to go out for brunch together, you know, on a Tuesday. How lucky are we? Because we are lucky because a lot of people don't get those opportunities. Um to experience quiet cafes. Oh, yeah. That's, that <laughs> you is know, things like that, though. Like, yeah. we can go to the zoo yeah. on a Wednesday yeah. and there's not a million people yes. running around. Yeah. When it lines up, it's so good. Yeah. You do. Yes. I, I hate going anywhere on a weekend. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'm, like, trained into it now, mm. trained into this mm. life of, like, getting to go to places when they're quiet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that is a huge Yeah. Positive. But the committing to things, I've just always found, like, we avoided committing to swimming. We've tried to avoid it. I mean, admittedly, it's only been this year that we've got two at school that I'm like, okay, life, (laughs) we've got to do the Monday to Friday, nine till four, whatever thing, because majority of us have to live like that with school. So let's just start rolling with it now. But those first six years Mm. of... um, you know, being fly by the seat of your pants. I actually really enjoyed that. And I'm a very, um, just wing it person. So Mm. it's, it does suit my life. I think for me, if Matt did work Monday to Friday and he did before, you know, when we first met, he worked 
Monday to Friday, nine till five. And I didn't really like it. Yeah. It was a bit vanilla for me. <laughs> Not interesting <laughs> yeah, enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. admittedly, there's pros and cons. Um, oh, for sure. You know. I think that it's um, something that I noticed was that I felt like I failed mother's group because it was every, like you said, I don't know, I can't remember, every like Wednesday morning. And I was pretty good for a while. Yep. And then Harrison started having some days off on Wednesdays. Yep. And I was like, I can't take James. Like, he, he's desperate to see you. Yeah. So I'd miss that week. I'd yep. miss the next week. And then I felt like I failed. Yeah. Because I just couldn't commit <laughs> yeah. to going, yeah. like, the same time every week. Yeah. Because it was – also, I didn't want to take James away from yes. Harrison. Like, he was so excited to see him yeah. and spend time with him. So, yeah, the committing to time, I'm totally with you on that. Yeah. I just, like, my weeks, every week looks different. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Yeah. So funny. All the things that no one thinks about. Yeah. <laughs> but we need to talk about, you know, because it's so important. I hope that there's um, partners that are listening that are, you know, nodding their head being like, I feel like someone gets it finally because it's nice to not feel alone because at the same time as you're, um, you know, we're laughing about it now. At that time in mother's group, missing the mother's group would have been really shit, you know? I felt really guilty. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm only a couple months and I'm already a crap mom. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't even make mom friends because I can't be regular enough. Like, I can't go regularly enough. Yeah. Like, they're all forming bonds. And they're all still very nice. And I still go and it's fine. But you're not, like, there as often as everybody else. So and even, tricky. yeah, when people say to me now, oh, you know what day you're free? I'm like, oh, God, I just, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You tell me and I'll figure <laughs> it out around you. My... Like I'm working everything else around everyone else, you know? I, like, literally live by my Google calendar. Mm. You, I couldn't live without it mm. because I've got Harrison's shifts on there. Yeah. And then my life yep. as well. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's constantly different. Yeah. But it's constantly different in a good way yeah um i'm like you i like that my weeks are always a little bit different yeah a little bit interesting yeah to see what happens yeah yeah um and some days i get to go do different things that i wouldn't get to do if you know we had a nine to five kind of structured life yeah so yeah it's just get a good calendar Mm. (laughs) (laughs) seriously sometimes matt will be like i'll say oh no you're working that day and we'll argue about it because I'm always right because it's in my calendar. Yeah, I look at it every day trying to figure out when can I book to go yes. to hairdresser finally. Oh, seriously. I feel you. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. This podcast was brought to you by me, Erin Burke. Thank you so much for listening. You are welcome to email me at erin at theparentshub.com.au. That is my not-for-profit that I run. This podcast was recorded on Wurundjeri land and I pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging.